Will Call of Duty die a hero? Or has it lived long enough to see itself become the villain? <laughs> Don't laugh. Uh, we'll do our best to see if COD is coming back around on this rebooted bowl of dude soup. Is this thing that lasts long? The music's still going, even though you think it's done. What if we? It's got a long tail. How would you know what show you're go. watching without this? What yeah. if we, instead of the like World War whatever II. is in the background there, we put in clips of Dude Soup where we all look miserable? <laughs> sure. We're all like this. So like it just happens to be all shots where we're like really tired and yeah. staring off but in space. But it's grayscale, so it's like an indie film. Everyone bags on that every time. No one's made a different one. I'm the only one. So. Yeah, I didn't say it was bad. No, you're, Lawrence, you're right. You're absolutely right. Nobody's made it. Yeah. So take that. Exactly. Dude Soup's brought to you by three sponsors. Stitch Fix. Get your personally styled clothing box at stitchfix.com slash dude soup and get an extra 25% off. When you keep everything in the box, uh, bespoke post. Get 20% off your first monthly box of awesome when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and enter the code dude at checkout. And also Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one platform to build a beautiful online presence and run your business. Go to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash dudesoup to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. All right. Call of Duty. We've done Woo! it. We, this is, no joke, the 16th Call of Duty game. Congrats, everyone. That's a lot of duties. That has existed. I was just, I just, it just occurred to me that this episode's going to kill me because every time I hear an American say Call of Duty, my head giggles. It's supposed to be a little J in there. We say Judy. Judy. Yeah. Judy? Call of Judy? Call of Judy. Mm. Call of J-U-D-Y? Call of Judy. Djibouti? All right. You say duty. D-O-O-D-Y. Yeah, D that's what we're Wait, supposed call to call say. Call of duty. Call, call of duty. duty. We gotta get yeah, that. The, call of duty. The British used to have a little U in there. Or a Y. A little D-U-T. 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 Um, I don't understand what D-U is. That's a do. So, so Call of Duty, Thank you. Modern Warfare, is the soft reboot or reimagining. That's actually what they call it. Reimagining? That's what they call it of the Modern Warfare series. Uh, it's being developed by Infinity Ward, and it comes out October 25th, 2019. Mm. Is that the same day as Out of Worlds? Yes, I think it is. It might be. What, it create, is. what creative imperatives do you think, do you associate with Modern Warfare that they can reimagine? Um, well... Let oh, me yeah. tell you, Lawrence. Reality. <laughs> Let me tell you, Lawrence, from the uh, single-player campaign, uh, this is on Wikipedia, Single-player campaign will be heavy on troubling, realistic, emotional moments uh, being compared to the thematic elements of the controversial No Russian mission from Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. That's a great where, mission. That's, it is a great mission where you go in and basically mow down an entire airport with or you don't, or you don't, or you don't. Or you don't. That was an option. Yes, <laughs> yes that's that the whole thing. You choose to not shoot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you can choose to play the game wrong is what you're doing Jesus there. Christ. So half well, of you, you're a sleeper agent, so it's like it kind of makes sense that you wouldn't be opening fire on civilians at that point. Or not sleep rage and He doesn't remember. remember. No, 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 no. I know it was. I like, no, that story was. I think about. I did shoot them because I thought that I had to. Also, yeah, I was. I didn't, and I was waiting for them to like notice in yeah. the game, which would have been pretty cool. Like, Alexa isn't shooting anyone, but whatever. <laughs> they don't. Uh, by the way, this is Jericho. I forgot to give him an intro. <laughs> Hi, it's uh, me. He streams on Twitch. Twitch.tv/jericho. Yeah. And uh, what else do you do, Jericho? That's it. Literally oh, that. Cool. Got it. You know, All right. Comes a lot of anime. <laughs> we get him out of the house. There's not a lot. Occasionally, a very vibrant individual. I try to be. You go on boats and listen to EDM. I do. No longer that that particular festival. No longer on a boat. They've parked it on an island. That sucks. Firefest 2.0. No. Hopefully. Except like uh, it's in the Dominican Republic this year, so uh, we'll see how that goes. I've never been. I, I've heard really bad things because lots of people are dying. Anyways, uh, that is Omar, true. can we go? Half of the game. <laughs> no, I don't want to go. Um, half of the game, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, has been described as having morally complex choices. This is my favorite part. And the narrative has resulted in making several playtesters cry. They've been honing in on this point. Every single time they bring it up, and they're like, by the way, playtesters sobbing. They're like <laughs> behind, beside their <laughs> We were behind them, beating the shit out of them, but that's irrelevant. They making cry. Making people cry. Uh, the plot will feature a, a unified narrative across the campaign, co-op, and multiplayer mode. So apparently the entire thing is about is all part the one campaign. specific single player. I, I guess. Yeah. I mean, that's always been true to the extent that like this Call of Duty features a soldier in World War II. And the multiplayer is also in World War II. Yeah. I don't really, whatever. I, I'll, I'll leave my cynicism behind. Hold up. Why is the word pedophilia listed in there? Whoops. Wait, wait. talking about pedos? Some controversial aspects of the game were removed oh, prior yes. to its release as the developers were unsure how so much. So this man has the cure to cancer, but he's also a kid diddler. There's an interesting a Russian point. Sold, soldier ponders handing over a captured girl to his commanding officer implying pedophilia. So, so what, what Alana's reading is from oh, the wow. Wikipedia, and what happens is they're saying that they were Jesus basically Christ. pushing the limits in this game. So they were, they were 
trying to come up with things to offend people. Call of Duty, it's turned 16, and now they're really trying to hone in on this edginess. <laughs> exactly. They're like, what can we do? So it's like when you turn 16. Yeah. I feel like I'm okay with it. Did you did you want to read more? No, no, it's fine. Go ahead, please. Yeah. Because it doesn't seem like they're just trying to be edgy to me. It seems like it's actually trying to be real. Mm-hmm. Um, which that is I, right. I love Spec Ops, and that game is real mm. and brutal in a way that makes you uncomfortable, but I really like it because it confronts you. Yeah. I don't know that Call of Duty has ever proven that they can do this before, and I think especially with stuff that's related to the military, that can be really difficult, but I, 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 I want that. Well, they, I want, they did say that. They said that their, their game, which we all hate, this quote, but it was ripped from the headlines. Um, they said that they were de- basically making the game around headlines, so things that happen in real life, um, See, that's kind of gross. It, well, well I, I think it's going to be like alluding stuff. So they specifically called out the London terrorist attacks. And they're, yeah. I don't think that they're going to just copy paste the same situation. But I think they're going to acknowledge that like this is a very real thing that's going to happen. Maybe it's not in London. Maybe it's in New York City, which I think is better. It's just the way they said it does seem like, all right, we're going to recreate all these tragedies. Well, you can play we're through We're going to make money. They're, they're not yeah. going to do that. They did say that everything's going to be fictional. So fictional characters, fictional okay. places. Yeah, okay. fictional okay. country. That's, okay, that makes it taste yeah. good. So it's, so it's not like London or New York or whatever else. Um, they're not going to make it a one-for-one. Okay. Um, yeah, it's just so everybody's aware. Because I don't want anybody to think like we're misrepresenting Call of Duty. Because yeah. we're not. They're, they're making a fictional game. This isn't. It's based in real life, but not nobody's real. I think I'm very on board with that. Uh, it sounds yeah. sounds cool to me. I know one of the controversies surrounding this uh, at E3 was that IGN made a video about like wondering if they pushed it too far or something, and then a bunch of like veterans made response videos because everyone loves getting angry at IGN, and that was a whole <laughs> thing where they were like, IGN's a bunch of pussies, but it sounds like IGN was almost saying it in a complimentary way. Some people oh. felt like they didn't like it, but I think that means it's a good piece of art. Yeah, if something is that divisive in a way that it, I don't think anyone was saying it was cheap or that it uh, was offensive, it was just like yeah, it's brutal yeah. and I don't want that in my game. I want fun and I like. I feel like that's cool if if that's causing well, that like, conflict. You know, like going to see Dunkirk, right? Which is like a they wanted it to be realistic one to an one. extent, right? But the one film one. wasn't funny. Yeah, it's like well, okay then. It's kind of nice to have that refreshing. It's not arcadey or as arcadey as it used to be. Uh, presumably, no, none of us here have actually played yet, but. Uh, we will today. Yeah, you're, you're so going, today. going today. Well, it's but. the multiplayer today. Right. So we'll oh, see how, okay. how yeah. whatever the crossover they, they've said from like single player grittiness to multiplayer. I just think it means more gore. Like more, they're not going to try and sugarcoat it where you get blown up by a mine and your guy just like falls down. Yeah, it does like, the ah. can like twirl animation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no matter where you get shot yeah. in the leg, twirl. Yeah. <laughs> I love that stuntman fall. Yeah. yeah so. I, we should, uh, precursor to this podcast is today. So we're recording this on a Tuesday. It's airing on a Thursday. Today, you, you three are going to see Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Yeah. Um, so I'm actually not. Oh, for other not. reasons. Oh, okay, Lawrence. There, there's a scheduling conflict, but. Understood. But either way, you guys are going to see it. Yeah. So we don't, we're at this point where you kind of like speculate a little bit. I'm trying to, I'm actually just trying to get to the main question, which is how can Call of Duty reclaim its glory days? I don't know that it can, but how can it? Because I know that this is the, this is the challenge in front of Infinity Ward right now. They, they come to Infinity Ward and they go, you have the biggest franchise in the world. But it's not selling well, and it hasn't been for years. Yeah, can we what get the stats behind that for people? Who yeah, know? absolutely. So, um, in terms of sales, Call of Duty I, sales. Oh, good. I was just gonna say, I think a lot of people still think Call of Duty succeeds no matter what every year and sells like crazy every year. But it's I not. still don't I think that does. it's not not succeeding. No, no, you know what I mean? Sells like, a ton. It's still just comparatively so, speaking, you're right. Just anecdotally, Black Ops Four sold uh, or made five hundred million dollars in like three days last oh. year when it first mm-hmm. released. So it's a ton, but it's nowhere near the Call of Duty glory days. Uh, Infinity Ward. Actually, the developer themselves peaked COD sales back in 2011. You gotta sign in to Statista, bro. Oh, no. It's only <laughs> like $49 a month for Holy a premium yeah, account. I think too many um, hits from this IP or something. But anyways, Infinity Ward peaked COD sales back in 2011 with Modern Warfare 3. Mm-hmm. So that's when they Call, Call of Duty had peaked. They sold 30 million units. Um, and it's been a steady decline since then. Uh, Black Ops 4, so that was 2011, was Modern Warfare 3. And Black Ops 4 is 2018. That sold half as many units. Sold 14 million units, mm. which is great, but again, comparatively speaking, not comparatively that great. Speaking, yeah. yeah. So since 2011, it's been a bell curve. It's been all all the way down. Yeah, and I know uh, I look at like all the companies' earning reports and presentations that they give to their investors and everything, and I know that Activision specifically has this thing where they care about the cost of a video game versus the time playing it. So they like gave this full presentation that was, well, if you go see a movie for two hours and it costs you 14 dollars that per hour cost is way better for people who are making movies. Whereas for us, people can put 
like 100 hours into Call of Duty, but it only costs them $60 and it doesn't equal out. And I know that they are obsessed with trying to monetize like every minute that you play those games. So maybe they're not as worried about sales and are a little bit more worried about how to monetize the individual player's experience on an ongoing capacity. Yeah, so I mean, I'll cut to the chase. How do you think they can do that? How do you think they can actually, imagine selling more than 14 million units last year. How can they do that with Call of Duty Modern I, Warfare? You know, I like as a fan, like I grew up playing Call of Duty and that's where I got my start on YouTube and creating yeah. content. As when I was younger, trying to get my parents to let me buy a game like that, because they were a little bit on the stricter side, like I had to go out of my way and be like, yeah, it's, it's war, it's like more historical than, you know, than whatever. <laughs> And so trying to put myself in the in the mentality of like a kid, 16 years old, trying to go get, you know, or even younger, 14, let's say, to get their parents' permission for this. And it's just like all you've been reading is like this nitty gritty, brutal Call of Duty game. It's going to be a tough sell. Whereas you have games like Fortnite that are not only free, but like it's a cultural shift. People like the kids are growing up thinking Fortnite. I know this is going to be terrible, but like Fortnite is the new Call of Duty or Halo yeah, or whatever. For sure. So yeah. I think it's going to be tough to sell more units, but I think what they can do is monetize better per u- or per per user. Whether yeah. it's like, you know, I'd be interested in seeing the ROI, the return on investment on like an individual person buying the game now versus Call of Duty Four right. when there's only two map pack DLCs and that's it. Now you have microtransactions. Like, are they making the same amount? I they don't know. They are probably making more because that is their strategy shift. So right. I know they actually aren't that worried about sales, which might be part of why they've gone with this gritty thing. They're sure. like, we want to get it in headlines. We want people talking about it. So we'll get some people in. But for the most part, we just want to make sure we monetize those players' experiences. If we're trying to make it more grounded or realistic, maybe we can emotionally hook people to make sure they keep hmm. playing or something like Lawrence, that. Lawrence, you've talked about Activision's strategy when selling physical copies versus like monetizing yeah, they, users. Yeah, for like some that. reason, they're just not into microtransactions. Well, not not to that mm. tune, not to that extent. They, they're they weird. They're very, very attached to their box product. And I don't know why. Uh, it's it's interesting it's too hearing well for you guys. Them for so long. Sorry. It's done so well for them for so long. I think that might be part of it. They just have a business model they believe in, and sometimes getting people to shift their their business uh, philosophy can be very difficult, especially when it's worked. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to have you guys both explain the various angles of it, now I'm starting to realize that it's actually a pretty smart play. So to what you were saying, yeah, to to own the world, you need something that's free and uh, age appropriate for everybody. Right. That's Fortnite. So either you compete with Fortnite by making Call of Duty free to play and rated E, which is not really Call of Duty anymore. Right. Or you go the other way and try to snare somebody in their mid to late 30s who has a lot of disposable income. So you make a smarter, more adult Call of Duty that has more interesting themes that people can talk about. It's got some headlines that get get some more adults talking about it. Then you get somebody with disposable income playing Call of Duty and they have a lot of money to throw up microtransactions. That makes sense to me. And now I start to see the, the thinking behind this particular product. But if, man, if they're, it's so weird to like try to do whale economy behind a $60 box purchase. And yeah. It, it's and, it, and it is sixty too. bucks. It's not for like. There's no, been a couple games. That, it should probably be more. Like it, sh- it should. Black Ops Four had three games in it. Yeah, and it cost sixty dollars, which is wild to me. And they, they might. I mean, like they monetized the hell player, out of it. Though, they it? did. No, no, it didn't it have. It didn't zombies, have single multiplayer zombies and Blackout. Blackout. That's right. Which so, I thought individually, those were all fairly complete games on their own. Yeah. Blackout in its in its own right. I know battle royale games were kind of ran the gamut here, but Blackout like, was awesome. In in its own right, it really stood great. up for. I think they ended up selling it for like twenty five bucks standalone mm. um, towards the later cycle. But like we're talking about competing with like a PUBG, which was thirty bucks until recently, yeah. and and it's like well, one is inherently a good game, and one is a pile of coding, right? So it's like, <laughs> you know, it's 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 when you look at it objectively, I do think they could charge more, and that's always been that classic uh, argument, like. Well, you're getting, you know, games have stayed 60 bucks, but you're getting so much more content and so much more but art. So many more people are buying video games. Yeah. The I, market I is think huge. the $60 argument when people like give it in favor of publishers is crazy. They're still making so much money that I'm like, I don't think we need to raise the prices of video games. I'm no. fine with that also not happening, <laughs> yeah. but for me it was just in a yeah. vacuum, the amount of content versus the the amount of money. I see what you're pay. saying. That right. that's it. So to your point. Um, there are lots of things that they're changing with this. Uh, the first is no season pass. So they've said oh. they've said no season pass. But it's got to have like a Fortnite thing to it, right? I mean, they, so no season pass is different than a battle pass. And somebody might correct me. The season pass, I believe, used to be a uh, uh, a way that you could get all access to all the maps that they would have, yeah. right. and then a battle pass was a way to get unlockable cosmetics and and whatever. Could be wrong, but that stood out that they made it well. 
That's no. what they did in Black Ops 4. Well, they and did. like same thing where you can buy the like elite pass that gives you right. more gold bars and better patches and like right. tinfoil skins. No, I'm not saying they're not going to do that. Oh. But the way they phrased it was the team is eliminating. Oh, this is from Activision by a PC gamer. Uh, the team is eliminating the traditional season pass so that they can deliver more free maps and content as well as post-launch events to all players. See so, that all players is the key. Yeah, yeah. that yeah, is. We don't want to segment. That sounds like they're going to keep the monetization, which they, of course, they are in the cosmetics, right? But they're going to keep the free DLC stuff coming, which is like all I want as a casual uh, it's, player. Yeah, it's, yeah. Kinda, it's actually kind of nice. I yeah. actually like that strategy more than buying a season pass for content I don't know exists or if it's good. Right. I, I didn't. Yeah. I haven't bought for the last couple of battlefields, and I used to do that. I always I think like, about this is worth it. The Left 4 Dead versus Left 4 Dead 2 fiasco, where they basically just made the same game with four different maps and it just completely split the community and it was in half. awesome yeah. <laughs> I wish that could, I wish that could happen more like just here's more of this thing and like we're doomed 2016 I I was crossing my fingers that a year later they just put out a campaign map pack hmm. Just like, here's yeah. more Doom. Well, that's the, the argument with Left 4 Dead was always, why didn't you just put two in one? Because it, you split the community and it screwed things up online. It takes time to make stuff. No, I just put the thing <laughs> in the other thing. I guess. Uh, Use so the same assets. I can see that, like, porting the, the one maps into two so it's the same matchmaking Yeah, that pool. was the issue. Um, and, like, Battlefield, like you mentioned, Bruce. Boy, if you get a season pass and you try to do any of the DLC maps, you match with about five people. Yeah. And that's it. I hate it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's tough. It it makes a lot of sense to keep the player base vibrant to make those, those packs free. It's just weird to me because, like, after sixty bucks, people just don't want to pay money for skins. It feels like, uh, so unless they play the game all the time, yeah, like that's unless. They yeah, play. I think that. I mean, I you know, I guess I'll, I'm not like a whale, but I'll but I'll buy like forty bucks in cosmetics I have for like Destiny Two, etc. Knowing full well that I'm not going to play this game in a couple weeks, but you're right in that if I've already spent money, even if I got like a press copy, I'm still like hesitant to put more money into it when I've already. You know, used up what you could argue is like two two months, three months, or or whatever battle pass wise of a Fortnite content. Right. You know, and all these skins. I also think it's unfair to compare it to Fortnite. They've kind of perfected that like continuous asset like money grab scheme there. So it's kind of like <laughs> I mean, they constantly give them content though. Like, yeah, every week. Well, they're, they're I mean, like Epic has been obviously they've been accused of crunch, but it's like one of those things where like. They are pumping out content, and no other battle royales doing. Like they're doing it exactly the right. Apex way. is like one new gun. I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> Apex, I love that video game. I love it too. I love it. But oh, made they just by. Did their, their, their... Sorry. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say made by the original uh, yeah. de de development right. team for Call of Duty. That's right. Respawn Entertainment. Yeah. Who, so that's why. I'm, and this may be getting off on a tangent. We were talking about sales numbers. How like the best selling Call of Duties were the original Respawn Entertainment, and I guess subsequently like um, Modern Warfare Two and Three. And the worst ones are the new Infinity Ward team. So yeah. it's like, well, it's, uh -oh. but, but it's interesting though. Yeah, I guess ever since they split, yeah. um, to that point, Infinity Ward had the best and worst reviewed Call of Duties. So they, the best Tough. reviewed were uh, Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare Two, and I think Modern Warfare Three. Very good games. And yeah. then also yeah. Ghosts and, uh, Infinite. and Infinite Warfare. Oh, that was off to the left. And those, yeah. Different and so team. like that team had split at that mm -hmm. point. So it was 2013, 2016 was Ghosts and Infinite Warfare. And they went to the three-year development cycle versus the two yeah. mm -hmm. with Sledgehammer, and, and then they nixed Sledgehammer. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and those were the worst reviews. That's crazy. Call of Duties. Um, Does Activision Blizzard? I know I should know this. I don't think they do have any kind of subscription model like EA. Oh yeah, oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, they don't have like a. I don't think I, they, they don't do, have right? like a five dollars. You get access to everything. No. I didn't think so. No. So yeah. like that's the way that I think EA can get around it is if you have that subscription model, people are paying to get the games without having to actually pay the $60 for them, and then the microtransactions, I think people feel like it's way easy to bite that off because it feels like a lot less money overall. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Even if you're not getting one game every month, they still make a ton of profit from it. Whereas Activision not having that means I think it's a lot harder for them to justify $60 plus microtransactions. Mm -hmm. uh, speaking of getting new skins, not all clothes are a Ooh. fit for all men. <gasps> With Stitch Fix, your personal stylist will send you clothing that makes you look your best. Right, Jericho? Incredible. Okay, good. All right. I um, use Stitch Fix. Uh, oh, do you? Oh, yes. good. That's not, I'm not being paid for that. Um, <laughs> less one size fits all, more this fits your style. Uh, Stitch Fix is an online personal styling service that delivers your favorite clothing band, brands right to your door. To get started, go to stitchfix.com slash dudesoup, answer some questions about your preferred style like Jericho has, and your personal shopper like Jericho has, will ship you a box of clothes, shoes, and accessories. Mm -hmm. uh, there's no commitment required, and you only pay for what you keep, just like Jericho's done. Yep. Uh, shipping, exchanges, and returns are always free, plus the $20 styling fee is automatically applied towards anything you keep from the box. 
So you'll never have to think about looking good again, just like Jericho, with Stitch Fix. Not wearing any Stitch Fix right now. I know you're not. But I, but I, but I do, in fact, I have used them because I can't dress myself. I'm the same I wear way. all black. I'm, you know? I'm, I'm, I'm the like, same way. Um, get, started today. Uh, get started today at stitchfix.com slash dude soup and get an extra 25% off when you keep everything in your box at stitchfix.com slash dude soup. Stitchfix.com slash D-U-D-E-S-O-U-P. Stitch Fix. Thanks for sponsoring Dude Soup, the podcast. All right, back to Call of Duty. That was, yeah, good. Yeah. That was a good ad read transition. Uh, thank you very much. Very um, I'm glad they're focusing on campaign. It's uh, you can almost yeah. you can almost see the whiteboard math of it. It's like, fine, we're not going to spend waste any time on campaign Black Ops Four. No campaign, and then they're like, well, that didn't work. <laughs> All right, we're back to campaign. <laughs> Fundamentally disagree. I think this is a long game. I mean, they were like, this those decisions were made a long time ago. But the next one will, if there's any outrage, will say we listen to the fans. <laughs> I think they listen to the money more than really like sentiment. I, I think variety no, helps no. them sell it. I think that. Have you seen that infograph, which I wish I would have remembered prior to this, uh, of the amount of people that complete the campaign in every oh, Call of Duty? It's like low. under fourteen percent. Outrageously yeah. low. Yeah. So it's like. That's that's a tough sell versus I guarantee I don't guarantee I highly bet that the amount of people that put time into zombies or uh, blackout the battle royale mode way more than fourteen percent. That's why they're buying them. Right. So I'm I'm interested. Is yeah. Is that it? Completion sure. rate for Call of Duty single player campaign. Sure. Go through it. Um. Just yeah, like a tr- trophy data and stuff. The is, complete is to that. completion rate for most video games is crazy very, very low. low. I know, like Dying Light had fifty percent, which was just. Which is it? And bonkers? it's a single player. Actually, really yeah, high, but it's right? still like, that's, really, that's super really high. high. 50, wow. So Modern Warfare 2 had 52% was the completion rate. That's for, shockingly for, high. It is, for Call of Duty high. single player campaign. And then the lowest, I believe, was... Black Ops 3? Black Ops 3 mm. at 9%. Yes. Black Ops 3's campaign was at... Made no sense. Yeah, no, I know. It, it, was, it wasn't. Forest. It wasn't good. Like Chris Maloney going cyber mad and whispering to you the whole time, yeah. <laughs> which sounds awesome, but somehow wasn't. I don't know. And then also, uh, the second lowest was Infinite Warfare at twenty percent. Mm. That one was the one that went to space. Infinite like, Warfare ruled. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, it was like you. It was cool. There was like a dynamic campaign. There were like. Oh, yeah. There were space battles. You were in a little space plane. It was like Star Wars. But fall. no one was ready for that. Um, so. so other things to sort of go it was, with. It was too good. The there more, I said that's it. true. <laughs> <laughs> other things to go with the more realistic COD uh, Modern Warfare reboot this year was that they got rid of zombies. Right. Um, and they're also doing classic multiplayer and new co-op missions. So those are brand new. Yeah. Um, well, wait. They had co-op missions before. They, I think they're standalone ones, like you know, like side story yeah, missions. They had those. Did they have that? Wait, no, they were chunks of other levels, but had, they had them like had changed enemies. Battlefield. They're I like, know that. No, they, there was totally a co-op oh, was mode. Yeah, because yeah, I had to I play it in Modern Warfare to get all the achievements. That it's story based. I don't. No, but I'm wondering I, that there were standalone like missions that didn't interact with the single player story. Because oh. I know you can co-op the story, but there were oh. chunks of single player levels that they would repopulate oh, they, with enemies that you could play through with a friend. Gotcha. Oh well, so this is this is and different. they were so, hyper difficult. So from PC Gamer, we don't know much about multiplayer mode yet, but we're told that Modern Warfare will, will contain a classic multiplayer experience, which we kind of all know, mm-hmm. which is just team deathmatch, bread and butter, oh. um, and an all new cooperative play mode featuring a collection of strategic co-op missions accessible to all skill levels. Hmm. So, huh. all right, yeah. sounds cool. That's like the like trying to grab the arcadey group of people that would go and play like time splitters with their friends. Yeah, that's like, what like Gears of War is doing with Escape. Like, um, it's interesting yeah. that so many of them are doing that stuff. I, I huh. actually, I think there was a Battlefield Four or Three had co-op missions that you could do with your friends that were just sing- oh yeah single player missions, but you do with your friends. I miss Bad Company. Oh. Yeah, actually, yeah, that's another one. <laughs> I miss Rainbow Six Vegas. I love those. Oh. I what thought do you mean we have Rainbow Six Vegas? All those games are still there <laughs> on the Xbox 360. <laughs> yeah, so backwards compatibility. Man, so, so good. The, I don't know the realism angle. It's fun and all, but uh-huh, fun. like you, uh, sure. Maybe I play mean, testers cry. Uh, <laughs> so you have your teary moment, and then the next level loads, and then you're running down a hallway. F- with 80 terrorists in it that are all crouching behind boxes, just headshot, headshot, headshot. Maybe they reload in less than a second. I mean, it, yeah, maybe maybe that's not the way that it's like gonna. Bing, grenade. <laughs> maybe that's just, not it. I think that there's that, no way they're gonna make a populist game that doesn't have like razor fast reloading and a million headshots because well, that's just feeding that. But in. Maybe they've considered that the completion rate for the single player campaigns is so low that that is a tailored experience that they, it's critic Maybe. They're, there, they're there are lots going, of comparisons online about Spec Ops. I think, well, if it's like Spec Ops, I want it. I, th- yeah. I think that focusing on, you know, like looking at the driving sa- sell or sales factor behind Call of Duty and not focusing on, on, on the multiplayer is like, no, you're absolutely inherently, right. you know, it's the like, ca- campaign's only there for headlines. Right. So I'm yeah. I'm more curious, like the the make or break of the game is because they're on a new game engine, they're using DirectX 12, they've got, you know, it I'm looks, glad you talked about it. they have ray tracing. 
uh, you know, finally get <laughs> Wait, to use Wait, hold on. They have ray tracing for audio. Don't know what that means. Wait, what? Yeah, they talk about that. They have ray well, tracing for audio. Uh, that's a buzzword. They've done that before. That's just like making it's, audio bounce off walls and stuff. Oh. Yeah, they've done well, that. Well, yeah, that would have to be. Maybe not in COD, but that's definitely been in shooters. I don't know. It's so spatial like. audio. So they yeah. got new, new game engine. They're changing it up, and it inherently will play a little bit differently. Like I watched the two v two that they the weirdly, gun, gunfight yeah, weirdly yeah. tried demoed the game and huh. announced it around this like new game mode, the two v two. Yeah, um, it just looks like it's a little bit more tactical. Like pared down siege, basically. But the thing is, yeah, yeah, uh, okay with that. The casual audience who played Call of Duty, they basically had this cycle that I think Fortnite has effectively killed where people were buying Call of Duty to say they had been playing Call of Duty. It was a cultural thing, right? Yep. Yeah. They weren't necessarily buying it because they actually cared about the game. They were buying it because all their friends bought it and they wanted to be better than their friends and level up more, and it was just that ongoing cycle. So I don't think those people care about the engine or ray tracing or any of that shit. Like, we would care about that as people who mm. spent a lot of time playing video games. Fortnite does not have the has the worst vertical audio in any video <laughs> game, so you're, you're, you're on to something yeah. here. Yeah. Like, I think the audience that they're trying to uh, get is yeah. the audience that will play it every year as a cultural phenomenon, and that's what they've lost, and that's why sales are declining. It's not even necessarily mm. because of the quality of the games. It's just that people aren't like, I got the new Call of Duty anymore. Well, maybe your theory yeah. is correct, though. Maybe they're going for the more dedicated the whales. I think they have the dedicated to. users, the older ones, yeah. because at that point, then if they're looking for the ray tracing, they're looking for the new engine. Yeah. They're looking that is for what they say in the in the co-op missions business strategy yeah. presentation. And, and so, so. so maybe there are things we don't know in terms of like. They don't measure it by unit sales anymore. Yeah, I wonder, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I I agree. Like they yeah. probably don't measure it by unit sales, but I also I also think that they're trying to make more of a, a an like Call of Duty competitive has been as big as it ever could be right now. I mean, like they're franchising the teams and stuff. Like there's yeah. a, there's a lot of money behind it. So I've, I'm almost wondering if they're really trying to take it into a more like Counter Strike is yeah. always going to be this mm. like front runner, and even Rainbow Six even though it looks similar, has like taken the mantle. I'd say it's probably bigger than Call of Duty esports in certain events. Maybe not in terms Siege of production value, but Siege has clout. So maybe they're just trying to replicate that more realistic, like slower tactical shooter in competitive. It's certainly okay. kinder to the viewer. Um, the oh, so much easier to, to not watch, have a yeah. super attack in the middle of your like hard point game yeah. and you're like, and A bunch of dogs and planes and helicopters. <laughs> Which they Riley. still will have, but yeah. not, you know. Yeah. But more realistic. I mean, I know like Activision Blizzard are chasing esports money, but it's funny because... Well, they built a whole wing. They yeah, bought, so they have LG. a giant red line Someone on their ledger and it's like, how can we turn Blizzard this money? from Blizzard told me not that long ago that it doesn't make as much money of any, as any of us think. I think they just see this potential no for yeah. it. No. They're like, yeah, the biggest thing about esports is that it doesn't really make that much money. Everyone just thinks that it does. And they're just like that waiting for it to bubble. make money. Well, yeah. I, I think the angle was always that, uh, you know, millennials and younger have fled broadcast TV. Esports is theoretically, it's like you tell an old guy with money, here's sports, but for youths. And they're like, oh, finally, we found what's going to reach the youths. And then they pump money into esports. And mm. it's, I think it's easy for old investors to kind of digest mentally what esports are. Sure. So, yeah, there was a lot of money flowing into it. Um, but, yeah, the returns haven't nearly justified the expectations yet. I so think, I think this, yeah. this whole discussion that we're having is the discussion that they're having in the boardroom every single year about Call of Duty. Because yeah. I don't know that anybody knows how to, how to get it back to its place of prominence. I don't think you can. I, I literally just don't think you can. It has to be free. I don't think you can. I, I don't even think if it's free. It like it's just like Alana says. It's like a cultural shift between mm. kids get home or get to school and they're like I got a 13 kill ba victory royale. Yeah. Like without question, that's that's a discussion that happens. Versus when I would go to school, I'd be like, I you know got some good games with Call of Duty with yeah. the friends, right? Like <laughs> yeah. it was like just a different discussion. So so like funny. Like the difference is like I was like I finished Dead Rising last night yeah, or whatever, and now everyone's just playing the same game all the time. It's I, yeah. I think maybe they might might be going towards you. Like it's kind of like the Wolfenstein's and the Dooms. They're, let's they're, not talk about the new Wolfenstein. No, well, no not the new not one. Not the new one. We don't want to talk about like that. New Order, um, the Old Blood, that kind of thing. Um, mm -hmm. I'm talking about the basically the single player campaigns that live on their own. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, Which I, I for sure want. Call of Duty is never going to be a Skyrim, but yeah. it'll be. God, I hope not. Uh, no, yeah, but but I think they're they might be going for that where they're like, you know what? You found a gun. Maybe it does two more damage. Okay. I mean, Titanfall 2 was a fantastic campaign. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And I think a lot of people probably did play that because they heard it was fantastic. It's also that if you are going for the older demographic, nothing appeals to me more than you telling me that this FPS campaign is eight hours. I'm like, cool, yeah. two days! Yeah. Two sitting, yeah, yeah, two sit downs. I could play That's it on stream. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Eight hours where other people can't ruin my time. Yeah. yeah. Right. No, call me the C word. It's great. Or because they've been playing the game for 48 straight hours, that if I get on like day three, 
I'm already behind the skill yeah, curve, fine. and I, just get, oh, no, no. I have at least three evenings of just getting my shit pushed in before I can start to enjoy the game. Yeah. And that's that's a rough ask. I mean, I, I'm not salty about it. I get it. That's multiplayer. You're meant to lose when you start. But god damn it. Especially in a game that moves as fast never, as COD. I never got into Fortnite because I can't build. Yeah. Mm. But like Apex, I was like, I picked this up. You I got put good it on in about a month. You start spamming buttons as soon as, as soon as a bullet whizzes by your head. Just I, I played Fortnite for three months, like consistently yeah. for three months, like four or five days a week. And still couldn't build. Was mm. terrible at it. Yeah, and that was the key. The key it's, to the game was building. It's like, a it different. It's it. a different. You know, mechanic. are we too old? Yes. Like, oh, my brain's too slow. Are, are we too old? I don't know. I don't think I so. Never, I never. I it moves so fast. I need two Vivance prescriptions <laughs> to get through the day. It's like you're too old because you don't have eight hours of free time every night. No. Uh, True. So to a degree, there is a limiting factor, which to me always begs that fun conversation of, well, why should some shitty kid who has got all this free time be better than me just because I have a job? <laughs> so that's Pay taxes, why, child. I mean, yeah, and that's when you get old and salty. So uh, <laughs> that's, to me, one of the benefits of maybe not having Call of Duty chase the Fortnite crowd is that maybe you are playing with other people that have jobs and can buy M-rated games. And yeah. I think there's always going to, like, in, in Call of Duty especially, there's always going to be an inherent skill curve for FPS games that are always going to be trended towards, like, the more extreme side of things. Like, mm-hmm. if you want to play Mario, Kart, there's a skill curve there, but I, pro- you know, it's probably not as gaping as you know. My brain also went nice. Yeah, Mario Kart also has mechanics baked in, random mechanics to level that curve a little right. bit. Right. Yeah. Somebody might be so much better than you, but you blue shell their ass, and you can still slip by them. So COD, though, it to some factor, it is a roulette, and that your bullets have spread, and and there's some other random factors about the game. But yeah, if somebody's better than you, they're probably gonna beat you every right, time. Right, but you I, like at a yeah. certain at the far end of the s- screen, like Dota, or or you're always oh, going, yeah. you're always, always going to lose yeah. every single time if you're against for a six team. months. Yeah, you're it, gonna lose for yeah. six months. So it's like and Dota, oh god. Or like I put Smash. like maybe a thousand plus hours into Dota two, and I'm still bad. Yeah, StarCraft two is the yeah. best. I used terrifying. to play a lot. Yeah. I I remember one time when I was I was like I'm gonna learn it. I'm gonna learn MOBAs. Let's play League. And my fourth game, I was like. Because those games have a snowball effect. You can tell 10 minutes in oh, you've yeah, you're lost. Gone. Except it's a 40-fucking-minute game. <laughs> so you get to spend the next 30 minutes just having your team shit on you and the other team shit Passive on you. That's aggressive pinging. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I was trying to surrender. I was like, sorry, guys, I'm new. And then somebody on my team said, I'm not going to surrender because you need to know how bad you are. Oh, my so gosh. I love minutes. it. Yeah. Just seep in the That anger. League of Legends community. Yeah, they're great. And Is that's it, when I was like, that? fuck MOBAs forever. This uh, is so, it's so strange to me because like Call of Duty used to be the the like the casual game where you just hop on, you play a couple yeah. of games, and you're done. Is when you smoke say, are you a gamer? And, like, yeah, I play COD. Yeah, bro. COD and FIFA. That's <laughs> yeah. it. I play a two FIFA. button game. But I, I think now it's going the other way. I think mm. now it's going more to the to the hardcores and and all the people that were in the boardroom mm. when they were 25 talking about Call of Duty. Now they're all 35. Yeah. And they're all yeah. like, well, wait a minute, we only got three hours. I to mean, play. I've always been bad at Call of Duty, and I think that's because I played so much Halo mm, that yeah. there are basically. You can specialize in an FPS, and COD has always been too fast for me. I can still enjoy it, but I'm terrible. Like, yeah. I just hmm. don't adapt to it very quickly. Whereas, I pick up Halo, I'm always going to be fine. And I think that that's probably a part of it, is that now you can specialize in an FPS because there are so many goddamn first-person shooters that are competitive. Like, yeah. there's a huge Siege community. That game's still being played by tons of people. That it's like, it plays distinctly differently. It's way more tactical and team-based. Mm-hmm. You just have to adapt to whichever one of those properties you're playing. Well, that makes me curious. Oh, no, go ahead. I'm curious, though. Bruce, what would you say is, what would you say are your FPS roots? What did you specialize in? I mean, it's in? Battlefield and Apex. But Apex, uh, I don't you can't, specialize in. You can't in. say that's your roots. Apex came out the same Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, well, Battlefield. Oh, Battlefield. So, like, <laughs> Battlefield's my roots, because I went, I went yeah. the Battlefield route. So, so Call I. of Duty or Battlefield, and I went Battlefield. Or Halo. I, I, I think 1942 I mean, in Vietnam were the first two games I ever played. Or online. Gears, yeah. you know? Yeah, I, I, yeah I know two Gears players that are like, they're like, yeah, Gold Glove. He's like, man, I'm so excited for Gears 5 to come out. I'm like, gross. I am better at Gears than I am at any other shooter, for sure. Really? I don't yeah. know anything. Like, I played all the single players in Gears. As soon as I get on multiplayer, I'm like, what am I doing? It's because Why am I going against the wall? Multiplayer Gears is not the game single player is. You there think are it's like things in, in Gears that you can some tell people to make them good at it, you. that as soon as they get it, they're like, oh. The thing about Gears is that you have to constantly remember where everyone is. So like, yeah. you approach that map and you have to be like, that dude just walked that way. I'm going to get shot in the back. You, it's like you have to have just insane situational awareness. Situational awareness. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. That, I think in most first-person shooters, you don't have to worry about because they're really fast. Yeah. So it's just well, like... Battlefield's much slower. And Battlefield yeah. actually requires... I'm not saying COD doesn't, but ah. Battlefield requires some strategy in the, in the, in the sense for vehicles. Wait for it. Uh-huh. The vehicles. Come oh, on. Yeah, right, they change right. the whole game. They do. That's yeah. the, that's the yeah, whole point. make it inherently worse just for everyone involved. No. Except for Timmy, who's no like way. sitting there with his like joystick, yeah, joystick. just like, <laughs> I'm going in again. He's on his gloves. <laughs> well, that was the point of the Battlefield was that if you got in, so if you, if you died in infantry, then you were like, all right, 
I died to a tank, so I'll get in a tank. You wouldn't got in a tank. All right, I died in the tank. I'll get in a plane. <laughs> you get in the plane. You're like, I died in the plane. I'm bad at this game. Yeah. You leave. All <laughs> I knew was all. that I think it was 1942. I figured out how to get my own iTunes music to play through the speakers in the helicopter. Perfect. Oh, nice. So I would make everyone listen to my music. Perfect. Fantastic. Well, you, just, you just do that by plugging your mic right into the speaker port on your computer. It's not quite the same. Oh, that's fine. That was probably. I think that was probably Vietnam because I don't think there were helicopters oh. in 1942. Jericho, what's, yeah, what's your shooter DNA? Where does that come? I'm from? like Call of Duty. He's like God, I grew yeah. up playing. Caught in God. Halo. Right. I was just abysmal at Halo, but I love Call of Duty. So then, you know, I'm now I've. Yeah. Halo but now, well. like I was, I was gonna say, I played more of Black Ops Four than I had in almost every other Call of Duty past Modern War, like Black Ops Two combined. Like that's like nine, year, eight years of Call of Duty that I just kind of like let die. So with this one, the fact that it even looks slightly different in just the way you're gonna play got my attention because if it was like if I had looked at that trailer and been like it's Call of Duty again yeah. <laughs> yeah, I probably exactly. would not be yeah. as excited but I watched it I was like oh nice like they're doing a, a li- very small amounts of change but like yeah. it's in the right direction for me because yeah. I love Counter-Strike so. I know you and I are the same age but do you remember because Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare was the first code that I played and it seemed like everyone played mm-hmm. when I was in high school but I don't remember why that one was the one that took off uh, COD 2 was pretty popular with my friend groups, but uh, COD 3 was just terrible. When COD 4 came out, it was like the first new engine, um, uh, uh, like modern shooter. I don't, I can't remember. There was like maybe yeah. like SOCOM. Well, it was like 2007, or, right? I, yeah. yeah. My theory is it, it it nailed the like slot machine appeal. Like when you leveled up, things rolled on screen in rollers. It, it was definitely it, way more yeah. arcadey than mm-hmm. any of the other. It had the like kick, double kick drum, like level up stings, and <laughs> literally like yeah. guitar <laughs> solos. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it 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 if you ever go to Vegas, like think about this no, license no. sound. Yeah, Pause. never. Uh, too oh. sinful. But the lights and sounds of a slot machine, it's meant to delight your senses. Yeah. PopCap games do this a lot too, but not to the degree that Modern Warfare games do. So I, I do think that there was an element of just scratching that little weird human tickle that we all have mm-hmm. about the lights and sounds, the level ups, the bars filling, the reload click clicks. Like it, it yeah. nailed a lot. And of it that. also was like during the like beginning of the whole like, oh, everyone has online now. Call, mm-hmm. Call of Duty 2 had sure. online and I played it like twice, but not, it was like very small subset of, of users. When so like launch in the 360 era? I so, mean, they yeah, probably yeah. played Halo and then they played this. Right, exactly. Yeah, truly. So I remember, you know, getting on, getting on Xbox Live Party Chat and just, talking with my friends there even if we weren't playing in the same game or playing the mm. same game like that was the social aspect so I think it did a good job of just kind of being there when social uh, networking on Xbox and PlayStation kind yeah. of I think it also hit uh, the political aspect of what was mm. happening in the world because yeah. back then it was okay to be like we're going to kill terrorists oh, yeah. you know like and they would go out and like I hope literally so just okay. massacre well, terrorists well what I mean is like it, well, those terrorists might be good people well that's, that's one of those things where it's like no yeah no, I know. Not, I'm not talking about oh, that yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about like generally like it didn't matter where they were in the world or who, what they look like or how, you know, it wasn't the uh, reality yeah. that this single-player campaign is. Carefully pick your terrorists yeah. now. <laughs> You're like, well, you know, like, I'm not sure he could have a family. Why are they all brown? This, this in, in Modern Warfare was like, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Drop in the middle of the desert, start killing people. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and they're, they're all terrorists. Kill them yeah. all. So. Yeah, just somebody in your ear was just like, they, they didn't even explain <laughs> no, why. No, was, all. Take the broadcast booth, but kill everyone inside. <laughs> You're like, like what? what? Okay, I guess I will. <laughs> and Spec Ops did a really good job of inverting that exact thing. Yeah, Spec yeah. Ops was great. Which would be surreal if now Call of Duty comes around and is like, well, wait a minute. I would we're like the, that. We're the baddies now. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. would like that. I, think I really want cool. that so bad. Yeah, so Spec Ops is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of things Plays you want up. really bad. I'm, come on, guys. Jeez. Here comes a segue. Uh, this little hourglass full of metal filings. The thing a lot of people around with. This thing. Hang on. And this awesome carrying bag. Can you grab the carrying bag off the ground? Both came from Bespoke Post. There you go. Wow. Uh, but their Box of Awesome, Bespoke Post, sends guys only the best stuff every month. They test everything in the Box of Awesome themselves, from style and grooming goods to barware, cooking tools, and outdoor gear. Every product gets put through the ringer before it gets put inside a monthly Box of Awesome. To get started, take the quiz at boxofawesome.com. Your answers will help them pick the right Box of Awesome for you. They release new boxes every month across a ton of different categories. Uh, and it's free to sign up. You can skip a month or cancel anytime. Uh, each box costs only 45 bucks, but has over $70 worth of gear inside. So get 20% off. Oh, you found a knife. You found the knife. Uh, I got a knife. Yeah, there's a knife in there too. Uh, get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and enter the code DUDE at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com, code DUDE, D-U-D-E, for 20% off your first box. I love that hour. It's yeah, so, so cool. It's my favorite. 
It is I play with that knife all day at my desk, and I haven't cut myself yet, which is amazing. That's my favorite vine. The, oh, have you yeah. seen? What do you have? What do you have? A, a knife. knife? No! no! <laughs> do you, have you seen that? I have, oh, it's very it's good. Genius. Um, Although I've, I've fallen down the like best vine compilation rabbit holes many times. Crazy yeah. how we still have those every week when vines yeah, been dead gone? for years. <laughs> and I keep watching them. It's like, where did you find this one? <laughs> That's just good content. Yeah. All right. To wrap up this Call of Duty conversation, <laughs> you're not supposed to do that. Okay. Oh, yeah, Why? The instructions the like if it if it clamps onto the metal filing side, it might shatter the glass. Yeah. So yeah, they, you're not supposed to clamp it on. When I the like to live life on the edge. To, yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm just um, to uh, to wrap up the Call of Duty conversation. Do you think, because I mean, we say this every year, do you, like, is, do we even need to talk about whether or not they need to reclaim the sales they used to have? Does it matter anymore? Nope, I don't think that unit sales matter that much. Yeah, what's the... Uh, Monetized time. Y- yeah, well, you talked about like reclaiming former glory. I think that there are many ways to do that. Um, if it's purely about raking in money, I feel like where they're going now is really smart. If it's about reclaiming mindshare, also smart. I also think that at some point, you just have to see that you're not going to be Fortnite. If it's free and kids can play it... Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's kind of like YouTubing in general. You know, unboxing videos for families are always going to beat out racy humor or gameplay with heads exploding and we stuff like that. We can't beat toys in Minecraft. Hmm. Yeah. Or Style Hall. Yeah. It sucks. Dance videos. No, I mean, I agree. I don't think... I, I'm hopeful that by this time tomorrow, I will be on board the train because we get to play it. I would be happy if they just appeased me. You know, like somebody who's played almost every single Call of Duty and actually does want to see, you know, some more playtime than I traditionally got. If they can do that for me, I'll be happy regardless of if I got my $60 worth out of it, you know? Yeah, I'm going, I'm going on a limb, but that's what it sounds like they're trying to do. They may be trying to sort of flip the script on this whole yeah. thing. Um, this has been a very interesting conversation for us. I, really, truthfully. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, very I'm... Good stuff. job, us. Yeah. <laughs> Call of Duty, uh, I like to like I like I to be excited about it. Advanced Warfare, I was super excited about because it, it was so stupid. I love you the know, campaign, Mech suits though. and jetpacks and all that. I'm not a monster. Yeah, and, and that <laughs> so crazy. It's, it's great, but... It was ridiculous, and it was Call of Duty. This that was the press F. It gave us so many games. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. That was the true. <laughs> Just have to pay respect. Um, but this is uh, this could be different. So you were talking about realism and grittiness, like you got to pat the press F, pat the grave <laughs> of your yeah, former no, friend. It's, it's like one step away from like using a PS3 motion control. <laughs> <laughs> pay respect. Kiss, kiss the coffin. Right. <laughs> Just whams his head into it. Oh man. <laughs> Um, I'm glad we have that meme. I'm, I'm me too. I'm uh, I'm curious to see what the what the viewers think too. I, I think probably most people are pretty jaded to Call of Duty. Now. Even even if you it, were wait, 11 when that came out, it has one of the better, um, if not the like one of the best like to dislike ratios on YouTube trailer. Really? Which is okay. not indicative of sale numbers at all. Yeah, but I mean, but uh, I think it was Infinite Warfare that was like ridiculous. It was the most bad. disliked video on the entire platform. At the time. I mean, that dynamic is wild. I think it's just been long enough, just barely long enough, that they can just bring out Modern Warfare again. And to a degree, Remastered might have been a market test a little bit. If yeah. this one fails, wait five years, and then just give me COD 4, Modern Warfare 2, Modern Warfare 3, fuck every other game, just package that up and... Give it to me again. They will, well, and then do that every five years, like Disney. Like this is a this and then is a, GTA. And they're, they're retconning the whole thing, so yeah. they're gonna. This isn't just a reboot. This is a retcon. They're they're changing what Captain Price is and what he does. I mean, that's a reboot. Though. That What's is a reboot. Difference? What's they, that's my question? They, they keep retcon would be going back into the past and changing some events to match some future so narrative. They basically are saying that. So Modern Warfare one, two, and three, mm. those don't exist anymore. It's still that's what a, reboot. a reboot. Is I'm just I'm just letting you know what they a call retcon it. would they're be retconning and reimagining is whatever. What you say offends me, sir. I don't know. I'm not sure. They can say whatever they. I think they're just trying to take every angle on it. And it, it's it's so strange that like campaign is usually the the thing that you use to get an E3 demo out of. That's yeah. that's that's your marketing material because you can't very well yeah. make a lot of marketing material out of multiplayer assets because it's just people playing rounds and having fun. So it's weird to me that they're still leading with multiplayer, but talking about single player. Ah, that's confusing. Anyway, this that's all a tangent that doesn't matter. No, yeah, I, I I agree. Um all right. On to something else. This is a this is an announcement about me personally. <laughs> I know. Don't don't worry. It's all right. Everything's okay. Um, He's pregnant. He's pregnant. I, I'm but pregnant. pregnant but, but, but pregnant. I've said that many times. Um, no, I will be going on sabbatical for the month of August, uh, meaning I won't be here at the Funhouse office, uh, working day to day for the next month. Um, not really sure how much this is going to change for people that are watching. Like I know you guys watch every Funhouse video that comes out. Without yeah. fail. I don't know that it'll change. Like, you address us like background. we're fans. Uh, I walk here, Bruce. I mean, do you watch every video, Lana? Are you subscribed? Every podcast. Yes, I am. I didn't purchase. Twice. I have um, the notifications on for the channel, actually. So. That doesn't mean you watch the videos. Um, either way, I'm not really sure how much it'll change for the people watching at home since we've recorded a lot of content already. You'll see me in GTA for, for months to come. Till October. Um, yeah. 
But uh, and so that'll all go, you know, go up on the YouTube channel during August. So you may not notice I'm gone. I'm not in every video now. So who knows? Either way, uh, I'm going on sabbatical. Um, I have been doing this specific job. I had to write this down because I, I was thinking about it and was like, wow, oh my gosh, I have. I've been doing this specific job managing the Funhouse Inside Gaming team and programming the Funhouse Inside Gaming channel for almost seven years. It's been about six and a half years. Uh, my responsibilities have kind of changed according to who was around. So when Joel was here, he programmed the channels, which was fucking awesome. Um, and now Omar and Peek are managing all the employees. They just took over a few months ago. Um, so my responsibilities have kind of changed, but I've sort of been in the same role for about seven years. Uh, Funhouse has grown a ton in the last four years. Um, and I really do appreciate the fact that Rooster Teeth is allowing me to take a month off to refresh. That's really nice. So I'm, I'm doing that. Um, and I also appreciate, not you, but you two, wow, for, wait, allowing me, for allowing me to, to, like, the slack to go. I really appreciate that. That's, that makes a lot, that means a lot to me. Same with James Adam Elise and everybody, uh, all the editors and everybody else. Like, they, everybody's been very supportive, so I appreciate that. I feel bad that I'm leaving and yeah, leaving some slack. I do. Um, but at Everybody the same needs time, a vacation. Well, uh, yeah. But I know you well enough to know that we can't talk you out of feeling bad. Um, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I really do, uh, I appreciate that a lot because that means a lot to me. Um, so hopefully uh, there won't be too much slack left over when I go. Hopefully you guys will be okay. I, I'm going to be around regardless. I'll, I'll, I'm going to be actually coming into the office next Monday for, for a gameplay that I want to spoil. I like um, the idea that like you're away for a month, but then we just see you outside the window staring inside the I'm office. I'm probably like, just going to be around. Uh, up the glass. After <laughs> two weeks, you're going to be so bored. You're just going to be like, can I come back? <laughs> well, what I'm going to be texting. I'm going to be texting him a lot. Yeah. Because I'll be streaming during Man, the day. We're going to get so good at COD. Um, <laughs> That's true. <laughs> no, it won't it's even be out. October, it won't be out. Yeah. But it'll get good anyway. There's one person that needs to get good at games. It's me. So, um, truly, <laughs> Jesus. I know. He knows. <laughs> um, so this isn't bad. I'll be, I'm not good. Uh, I'll, be streaming, I'll be streaming a ton and also trying to go with other people uh, that I've wanted to collaborate with for a long time. So I'm just kind of like hitting up people being like, hey, well, you know, you want me for a day to shoot? And that's why I did the IGN thing. Yeah, sure. Like I thought it was fun. Um, and I've always wanted to do that with them uh, and other channels too. So, uh, and hopefully taking it easy a little bit. I hope so. <laughs> um, so you don't know, worry. Like, don't I, want any like cool adventures? Uh, I don't have any adventures planned. Hmm. Oh, you wait, go to the I do have one adventure plan. <laughs> um, for, it was my birthday's in August, so uh, Autumn's taking me to Disneyland. Yeah. yeah. That counts. Cool. That's it's a yeah. very local oh. adventure, but Galaxy's it's still Edge. an adventure. Uh, yeah, yeah, for the first time, because I've never been. So. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Um, have you been yet? No, yeah. I hate Disney. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, no, but, uh, no, 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 but like, like uh, so uh, uh, I got I got to go with a, a group that had, like, somebody walk them to all the, like, things to the front of the line. So now that I did that, I will never go back. Oh, like, sure. You yeah. know, I, I, like, the idea of waiting two and a half hours to ride Pirates of the Caribbean again. It's just like, eh. Not worth two and a half hours. No. No. no yeah, we, Many we, opinions we on ahead. Disney. Good ride, though. It is. I mean, it's all right. Uh, we, but no, Star Wars looks incredible. I hope it's yeah. good. Yeah, I, I went last month, I think. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. Mm. When it was still, like, press time. And it's extremely cool. You've been as well, right? Mm -hmm. To Galaxy's Edge? Yeah. Was it? Did you get the $40 cocktail? I got sorry. Many the day that you did that, we kept making <laughs> jokes that were like, I bet Lawrence is drinking that $40 no, cocktail. No, well, right so now. the 41 it's $40 because it comes with a glass. So Stephanie got it because oh. she collects those. But okay. I got my so two drink maximum and went on my merry way. Is it two drink maximum? Yeah. Yeah, they don't want. Sense. They don't want you. I mean, it's the first time they served alcohol in Disneyland. That's true. That's good. Oh, so, it's not in California Adventure. No, no, it Ooh. is in Disneyland. Yeah. Unless yeah. you're in Club Thirty Three. Yeah, that's the other alcohol. thing that the super hidden like thirty. What is it like? It's thirty thousand dollars a year membership fee or something. Yeah, it's it literally like get. I, I. That's where I. I got to eat. It's like get out and the food's okay. And it's like all right. Well, always, we're getting distracted from Bruce quitting fun. Oh yeah, <laughs> not right. Quitting. Sorry, <laughs> it's just a sabbatical, so it's actually similar to what. So Jeff you're gonna did. go get hammered. Um, <laughs> hopefully, I'll be drunk a couple of times throughout August. Yeah. Um, but Jeff did this from Achievement Hunter. He took a sabbatical. Mm. It was like it was like a year and a half ago, two years ago. A um, refresher. Just a little refresher. Yeah, I mean Jeff's been doing it a long time too. Uh, and uh, yeah, so hopefully that'll be good. Um, but I, I kind of wanted to say, don't worry to the audience. Uh, Funhouse is doing better than ever. It truly is. So I know I'm leaving it in extremely talented and capable hands. These guys, not you. Um, <laughs> not I have to beg to get on the show. So <laughs> and uh, James Adam. We don't even pay him, and he does our ads. Truly, <laughs> they are. Uh, <laughs> they're really on, on the team here is the hardest working group of people I've ever seen. Omar and uh, Matt Peak and Dan and John and and John and John and John and John and John. Just two. Uh, there's I know. And there's John. two. John. <laughs> um, really, honestly, like I'm extremely grateful to everybody for letting me take that month. Uh, I also wish I could communicate how thankful I am to each and every one of you. The camera? The audience members. Oh, behind the camera. The audience members. Um, for letting me into their homes and lives every single day. That's 
phrasing. Uh, <laughs> letting me in. Yeah. He no, said he was not, not butt pregnant no, already. No, I know. I just come on. Wait, how do you think that happened? You're you think right. a stork put that baby in his butt? No, that's what I was always told. It was a fan. So, but really, truthfully, <laughs> I am I am really thankful uh, for people that actually watch me. I, that blows my mind. Still, um, you really are making my dreams come true. It true that it really is. That's a true thing that I'm saying because I've always wanted to do it. So. He says that out? when he's not on camera, too. No, so the lights are really bright, Bruce. <laughs> yes, fame is blinding. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so thank you. And uh, I'll, I'll be gone for a month. That's it. Well, allow me then to assume the mind of a viewer who is horrified. <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah. is, Bruce, is this the end of Funhouse? Is this the beginning of the end? Are you quitting? This is the end right now. Uh, uh, absolutely. Why did you tell us now? Funhouse is not me. So that's important. Mm -hmm. uh, it's one of those things that I, I know I've known for years about Funhouse. And it's like, for that matter. It's not just me. Um, there are a lot of people that work here, uh, upwards of 20. So Wait, what? Really? Yeah. We have so, over 20 people who work here? I mean, we have almost Total. more now with the Inside, inside Gaming. Yeah, uh, yeah um, it's starting to push than, that. More, yeah, so either way, though, uh, it isn't just me. So it's like if I'm gone, it's still going to go. Uh, and it's still going to do great. And it's going to be just as good if I'm not around. So uh, I'm not worried about it at all. Well, allow me to then assume another person's please, mindset. Please, please, yeah. Uh, rooster teeth is garbage. Uh -huh. um, so I, I think there are people who will link this to maybe some of the animation woes and RT first changing oh, sure. the pricing yeah, yeah. and all that stuff. Of so course. Bruce <laughs> is the hyper corporatization of rooster teeth pushing you out of the job that you used to love. That's a great question. Um, no, <laughs> oh. uh, that's not at all the case. Actually, this was more for me. Um, it shouldn't be so flippant because the people who might actually legitimately be curious would be mad that I'm misrepresenting them. But no, no. that's the point. I wanted to like bring this stuff out to well, make sure you're talking this about was, it. This was more for me. And I'm like, Jericho brought it up. Burnout is a, mm. is a real thing. I mean, like you've been <clears throat> streaming on Twitch for six years? Ten years. Has it been ten years you've been on Twitch? I mean, ten like, years in February. Yeah. And, and have you? how long is the longest vacation you've taken? Uh, we, we, we were talking about this. The longest vacation I've ever took uh, was this past winter. I took uh, 12 days off. But prior that's to great. that, oh, God, I was so stressed. But prior yeah. to that, the uh, that's why I was like, all right, have fun with a month. Yeah. It was like four days long. And it's, you know, you never really feel, and also like all the work vacations you take where it's like, yeah. Those aren't, those aren't real things. I get to go it's, to PAX. And, it's a huge content creator thing where if you're not making content, you feel bad. Yes. If you're not making content constantly, you feel guilty. And the drop-off is immediate. But on Twitch, Twitch, it is. Twitch and YouTube. Yeah. Twitch and YouTube. Absolutely. And you see those numbers crater, and your heart skips a beat because sorry, I don't mean to drag you back into <laughs> any panics PTSD. you might have felt, but <sighs> just like Jesus, I thought I just oh, got days. out of the hole. Oh God. But yeah, oh, I'm sorry, I interrupted. But no, uh, no, you're fine. It's uh, yeah, it's the 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 fact that the grind is daily, and that. The more, the better you get at it, the more entrenched you become. You have more responsibilities, more people asking you things. The harder it gets to step away, uh, and then yeah, before you know it, you've been doing the same thing every day and shouldering a weight for years and years and years. And the endurance and the flexibility you used to have is just gone. Then when you need to bend, you start snapping, and mm -hmm. that's real bad. You also just don't like go home and stop working. And sometimes I think about people who work yeah. actual nine to five jobs, like oh, my family it's my does. Fetish. The and idea like, <laughs> that you can just go home and and stop working. What is that? And they just like watch TV or whatever. I'm like, what is that like? Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> not that's not a real thing for what we do. But I, I'm not complaining at all. Yeah, I, I love the job. I um, hate it. No, I'm just. Oh, you hate it? No, no, well, no. just quit. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> but at, at the very least, you're gonna have some time away, so you you're gonna come back refreshed, hopefully, hopefully refreshed, yeah. refreshed yeah, yeah, yeah. and with ideas and things that you can do to improve. That's the point. Um, and uh, yeah, that, it's one of those things where I it's I can sense it happening to me, and so I kind of know that it's happening. So I like try to get ahead of it a little bit. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how August goes. I'll uh, I'm curious to see if I get bored. I don't know. I guarantee. I guarantee. I can almost guarantee you will have. All right. Like you've never been on like your trip to Hawaii. You never woke up and you're like, eh, I could do something right now. <laughs> no, maybe not. Just but a little twinge. Streaming every day. It's still basically walking. I, I don't know. It'll be every day. Yeah. Um. I ideally take a few days to not stream. Yeah. Or something like that. But I mean, I don't know. Mm. I, I I I've told Lawrence this. I know. I don't know if I told you this. I whenever somebody comes to me and goes like, Hey, I'm like really bored. Like I've only had like a couple hours or like today was like kind of a slow day for me. I was like, cherish it. Like really like sit in it because it's it me crazy. I know, I know it does, but the older, but the older you get, the more you're like, Oh man, I want to die. Cause I haven't, I don't, <laughs> I don't have 10 minutes to myself during the day. So when I, free time makes me like rip my hair out. Well, I know. I wish, I wish I had free time. So that's the point of this. I think mm -hmm. it's for there's me. too much time in the day. We need to shorten days. Yeah. Just take hours out. Just take, remove them. I'm tired of all this sleep. <laughs> I just, can we just get rid of that? I'd rather sleep two hours a night. Thank you. <laughs>
Yeah. I'll be fine. I can't wait to sleep like eight hours. Yeah, no, you, you got a lot of catching up to do. It's going to be great. Um, Basically, people have questions for you. Where can they oh, yeah. direct uh, tweet me. Um, or just in your streams, I'm sure. You're an open that's book, That's true. Dude. Yeah, yeah, streams. Twitch.tv uh, slash Bruce Green. That's right. Twitch at Bruce Green for, for Twitter. I mean, or the subreddit or whatever else. Subreddits are a little tougher to respond in because it's like comment after comment after comment. So it's, I'll try. I always do. At um, username him. But yeah, yeah needle juice him. him. Yeah, that's get in cool. that Discord, hammer in with that mentions at all times of the day. Uh, <laughs> please don't, do Bruce. What should I? What should I get him a sandwich? <laughs> uh, please don't do that. Um, but what just give out your phone number, dude? Uh, yeah, people take text. Do you really care about yourself. your fans or what? No. <laughs> Jeez, social <laughs> security number. If you give out my phone number, I'm giving out yours. I have already, I already on stream last week leaked my own phone number. I draw, I, was, I was like, hey, check out this Twitter video and my DMs were just right there. Oh. I did that on, I was uh. like, I was trying to set up a DJ Hero stream because I'm cool. And I accidentally like nudged my stream deck so I started streaming when I had to log into Xbox Live and I saw all this. my shit was there. I, was like, I, I watched it happen. God. I watched it and people were telling yeah, me in my to stream tell, <laughs> to tell Lawrence, call Lawrence and tell him his stream is on because he didn't know. Oh, I see. Yeah. Unless you didn't masturbate. What yeah. happened? Uh, a million people made clips of it, but luckily if you delete the original video, it also ricochets out to all the clips. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and then the people who did have that information were very respectful and didn't Nobody spread Nobody like hacked you or anything. No, I was actually very lucky. I, I, got some, I got some two-step pings of like people trying to get into stuff, but I was like, man, <laughs> fuck off. You're dealing with a cyber hacker, bro. I think I got two-step. Um, that's, although apparently that's not as, as the uh, fact that you could accidentally that. start streaming in general is very scary. Is really yeah, scary. how about you set up the uh, con- confirm go live option in OBS, which is right there in the settings. Yeah, I, I don't want to. I don't want to. I play loose fast. Life on edge. <laughs> I have to I leave my camera on at all times. <laughs> right, <laughs> some tag, just in case. See, people should be so lucky to see my dick flopping around. <laughs> that's right. That is true. I turned off delete confirmation. I hit that button. That file's gone. I don't care. Well, that's not true. Anyways, uh, if you have any questions. <laughs> Uh, just tweet me or ask me or whatever else. I'm happy to answer them. No problem. Like it's uh, like I said, Funhouse is absolutely not just me. So everybody else will be here and everything else will be just going normally. So and I appreciate it. It's true. Um, speaking of, oh, how are you going to pull this one off, bud? Here we go. Website. Earning money okay. for another company uh-huh. for the rest like of your life. Twitch. Oh, okay, okay. yeah. Okay. Uh, Squarespace. Hey. Um, from websites and right. online stores to marketing tools and analytics. Squarespace is the all-in-one platform to build a beautiful online presence and run your business. One of the things I, I did literally the first time I got on the internet, like way back in the 90s, uh, was build a website. Hell yeah. I did too. That was the first thing HTML I did. HTML, Good bro. HTML build. Yeah. Uh, and it Master was coder and notepad. Really Love hard. a good table. It was really hard and it looked like total garbage. Yep. Uh, you had to learn HTML, XML, JavaScript, et cetera, just to build that GeoCities page about Star Wars. Mm. Tough. But I did. That everyone really needed. That everyone really needed. I saw and that I had a counter it. on it, and it must have gotten 100 hits. <laughs> um, I did you get com- in a web ring? <laughs> yeah, I did. Sick, bro. Uh, I can confidently tell you that your website is going to look better and be way easier to create when you use Squarespace. Uh, every Squarespace template design supports all major content types, including pages, galleries, blogs, commerce, calendars, and more. What I should have done all those years ago was start a video game blog with my friends. Because that's really what we all ever ta- talked about. We should have done that. I don't know why we didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Squarespace, you can give different contributors selective access to your site's website manager so that one friend that won't stop talking about World of Warcraft will finally be able to post as much as he wants to so that nobody will ever read those posts. But at least he got them on the internet. Um, as you can see, how many people are actually reading his hourly WoW blogs with Squarespace's analytics. Uh, currently available for iOS and Android devices at no extra cost, Squarespace Analytics presents metrics like page views and unique visitors to top referrers and trend charts so you can keep a pulse on your site even when you're on the go. Uh, This is actually what I do on a daily basis for the Funhouse YouTube channel. Analytics are consistently one of the most important tools I use to program the channel. How often do you look at analytics for your Twitch channel, Jericho? Every waking moment of my life. That's what I thought. Most (laughs) most smart creators do that. It's really cool that Squarespace offers it. So if you think it's time to finally make a video game blog like Lawrence, did you ever make a blog? Oh, fuck yeah. That's what I thought. I was posting reviews for Red Alert 2 back in the day. Awesome. Nice. Um, it's way easy to good, do. by the way. On what? Very good. Oh, yeah, the game's great. Uh, <laughs> uh, way easy to do on squarespace.com, and you can go, to, go there for a free trial. And then when you're ready to actually launch the website, you can go to squarespace.com slash dudesoup to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. There we go. Squarespace. That's the last ad read you're ever doing for Funhouse. Uh, no, it's not. Jeez. <laughs> ever. ever. My gosh. I, uh, I'm trying to scare everybody. <laughs> me and a, I had a friend who was super into Highlander. So we got some hockey sticks and did a Highlander fight in the front yard. And then uh, took a, took photos of it with a disposable camera. Did you post it on your blog? Yes, we did. Nice. And that's the first time. Like, 
I got a random email from somebody saying, hey, I saw your Highlander fight. That was pretty cool. I was like, ha, who are you? He's like, oh, just some guy. So yeah, some dude just like emailed my that's shit. so cool. Yeah, that's cool. That's real cool. It is cool. <laughs> Somebody, that was that was your first audience feedback. I yeah. guess, yeah, I guess yeah. it was. Just like you took totally the time unbidden. to write you. Yeah, I, I, there was some, write you, nice Pokemon right. Um, I thought it was an Eminem reference. There was some dude, uh, there was some <laughs> was dude in my, <laughs> oh. there was a dude in my Jedi Knight clan who hosted his own web server and he like, mm-hmm. he was like, hey, I can host some, so I can host mm-hmm. a web server. He was like, sick. And then I just started mm-hmm. uploading MP3s with like direct download links and stuff. Oh, yeah. It's like, here's some cool music on my cool website. And then, <laughs> like a month later, he's like, "What the fuck are you doing? Like, you were taking up eight times as much storage as everyone else." Oh, like, oh well, I've just been uploading shit nonstop. I was like, "Stop it!" Because <laughs> it was just on his computer. Well, how so. much were you paying? Nothing. Oh, this was this was a friend between Jedi, or this was an agreement between Jedi Knights. You're not okay. Well, anyways, I got to like rank three. I don't remember what they had like ranks that I guess they'd pulled from Star Wars canon. So you had your your tag, and then your rank, and then your username. In ICQ, it was a very yeah, long sort of thing. It would be like apprentice, knight, master. I think it was more like. I thought it was apprentice, knight, master, but I think it was like army roles, maybe. I don't know. Oh, I w- I didn't decide. They just they uh, I was up for promotion once, and they said I wasn't good enough at, at lightsaber fighting. Mm. But then um, I trained, and a month later I came back, and they're like, "Wow, you got a lot better." Did so, they give you the promotion? They did. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> um. Jericho, what was, what was the first piece of audience feedback? I'm gonna change something. What was the first piece of audience feedback you had? I uh, so I had a um, uh, uh, my first video I ever uploaded was I took my 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 camcorder, my family's camcorder, and I stacked it on some pillows and I filmed my CRT of me playing Call of Duty Four and yes. no scoping people. Yes. I put it into dub, uh, Windows Movie Maker through uh, Lincoln Park Num dot Wave yeah. on there. Hell yeah! And then uploaded it and. Uh, I went back because my 10 year anniversary was uh, this June. I went back and I was looking through the comments. And do you know who I found in the comment section of that uh, video? Bruce Green. No. Oh. Allie. But also, yeah. So I know. I was like, okay. All right. Like, see, 10 years ago was, was, you know, I was cutting edge. But Mm. yeah. Not anymore. Not anymore. (laughs) That's actually pretty cool. Everybody, I feel like everybody remembers this. Alana, what about you? What was your, what was your, Uh, First time you remember getting audience feedback and being like, it's definitely fake game of gold doesn't really play video games. That was all of it when I started mm. making content, which was a decade ago. Doesn't happen so much oh, now. I was about to say, still happens. Was it there, does, was, but was not there, as much. Was there ever like one that you got that felt like somebody had actually put time into and went like, this is actual feedback? I mean, I one of the first things I ever remember posting was similar. I recorded a video on uh, like with a camera of me playing Dark Souls. And dying because it was funny. Like, yeah. I was like, this is entertaining that I am bad at this, which is still a thing that I do. But uh, that got shared on 4chan. So I just got this huge oh, flood no. of fake girl gamer attention whore. And I remember that super distinctly. And it's like, I'm just glad that it didn't like stop me from continuing to make content anyway. But that was a wave of like a good five years that I had to just put up with that shit. And I, I remember that being like my introduction to audience feedback was all. Don't really play video games. I am so sorry, Alana. I want to apologize for the internet. You know, it's way better now. Way, way, way better. character has really grown up over time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have they? You're very mature now. Not calling them fake girl gamers anymore. No. Now it's just show tits. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been illegal back then. It's show bobs. They're super into feet these days. Mm. Oh, I think yeah. the rest of the internet is collective. I'm sh- shocked. Like, we had the year of the ass, and now it's yeah, just Yeah, Army like, Hammer's really pushing it forward. Oh, yeah, that's right. With Wait, his kids what? sucking on his toes. For like seven minutes, yeah. Good shit. What? You haven't seen that? He posted, oh, man. He posted a video of his kids Who? sucking on his toes. What on Instagram. Who? Like, Army Hammer. That's what everybody Who says. Who is that? so handsome. Oh, yeah, Lone Ranger, dude. The oh. movie all of us He's watched. like a really good-looking dude. He's a, he's a celebrity. But we his kid it. just sucking on his toe? Like, going to For seven minutes? Yeah. Instagram videos it. can't even be that long. <laughs> Instagram TV. The, the, text, the text said it was for seven minutes, but the oh. video was not the full seven minutes of toes. <sighs> hardcore toe sucking. Hardcore toe, but it was a child. That's mm-hmm. so bad. On Army Hammer's feet. Several yes. problems with that. Sucking on those little piggies. You I know, like in the that. second episode, in one of the episodes of The Boys, somebody gets their toes sucked. I'm so glad that. I didn't watch more of that. Have you, ever had, have you guys ever had your toes sucked? No. <sighs> I don't think so. I'm... So there are there are things that are, I have areas of sensitivity that are so overwhelming. It's like, it's not quite like tickling, but it's close. <laughs> oh, he didn't ask no. that question. And no. I feel That's like, not what he asked. Like Lawrence. a clitoris. You could have just said yes about? or no. I mean, my boy pussy sensitive. <laughs> basically, yeah. So essentially, like, there's things that are like stimulating, and the things that are too stimulating. And I think I think dipping my toes into somebody's mouth. Have you too ever much. done it? Oh, I know what you mean by that. If something's like so, yeah. it's, it's ticklish. Have you ever yeah. done it though? No. 
Have you ever done? But it? I imagine. Have I ever like sucked a... someone's toe? No. Give no. I don't know if that's happened or not because sometimes things happen. I have never sucked. <laughs> like I don't. Things think... just go. Yeah. No, no, have you ever tangled? Sure. I've never toes sucked. I've never had my toes sucked. I think I would be doing the it's sucking if any toes were awesome. happening. You know, it's great. I've not had my. It's great to suck or be sucked. Definitely not. Both. But but truthfully, you get nothing out of sucking a toe. Are you sure? I mean, I didn't. But. Toes are just dick feet. It's fun. Dicks on I, don't think I, I don't They're think They're just I dicks with nails on them. But getting your toe sucked is rad. <laughs> because your your feet are erogenous zones. First I mean, I right. love a good foot massage. So. There you go. This is the kind of content you're looking forward to when Bruce strikes out on his own. Twitch.tv slash Bruce. I'll have his feet out on every stream. Toe sucking. <laughs> don't be a foot cam. Is foot fetishism against Twitch's TOS? No. Yes. It you is? are not allowed to show bare feet on Twitch unless, unless it is. That's not true. You are not, unless it is like within the sense. realms of like acceptable nature. If you're sitting there with just like. So your, you can't yeah, be exploited. You're just toes. like, hey, I just don't know if you guys saw my new feet. <laughs> new pedicure new and you're just like flexing your fist and your yeah. toes for an hour wow because yeah, there, there, there's some there's some lads out there who enjoy that oh there's Very more than lot, there's more than lads. some lads and it's, also there are some ladies too it's the wave oh. wait like looking at a man's feet yeah that I've never seen I mean I have a wiki I've, feet page I think well, yeah. I think most most female creators have a wiki feet page yeah mm. there aren't many photos of my feet though because I wear sneakers all the time mm. well that's what just makes it more tantalizing you're right that's leaving not a lot me. to the imagination yeah, I know you never show any skin <laughs> bust those piggies out I want to see those tootsies <laughs> wow yeah me. they do try really hard it's I the same as a pop what's your toe in my mouth what's, <laughs> what's, what's your what's what's rating yeah what's your rating slide across the floor oh uh well it's almost five stars Almost, Almost five stars. Should be what five stars. What do you lose points for? What do you lose points for? Because I'm pretty it. sure they break it down. It's if you look at the, like there's just a little bit of that stom missing. Oh, there is. Yeah. Oh, uh, you you have nearly feet. perfect feet. It doesn't mm. tell me why. I feel like they should quantify. It's it. so like, weird to me that they know my shoe size. Uh, with that, so they're right. We okay. are done with dude soup. Dude soup is over. Thank That's you. That's actually much helpful. If I want to buy shoes for somebody for their birthday, I can just go to Wikipedia. Eight point five. Nice job. Nice job. See you later, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Big fan of Wikifeed.